the Illini looked rough. Uh, they looked pretty rough in their game versus Nebraska. Losing to Nebraska 20-7. to Everything I thought I was going to see from that game and my preview, I was wrong for the most part. Um, it's This is going to kind of be a recap of the game, but it's also... Like like I said, where where what's wrong with the Illini? Where do they go from here? Um, things are not going the way that we all thought. Uh, maybe expectations were too high for our Illinois Fighting Illini team. Uh, you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe we lost uh, too many pieces, uh, and we don't have enough to replace the pieces that we lost. Um, but that loss to Nebraska was not good. It was not good for. Coach Bielema, on his record, it wasn't good for University of Illinois because, in my opinion, Nebraska is in such a weird place that they are not a good football team. Watching them even play Illinois, there was a lot of times Illinois had opportunities to make something happen, and they just could never they could never finish. They could never put the foot on the throat type of mentality, and Coming into the game, you had heard Coach Bielma at the press conference after the loss the previous week saying that he's frustrated, tough conversations have to be made, and they have to figure out their identity and who they are, and he's talking about offense. Um, I think the defense is slowly coming together in what they want to be, how fast they're playing, uh, bend, don't break type of style. And I know it's hard to say that after the points they gave up to Purdue and giving up 20 points to Nebraska, but the defense was on the field for a while. And um, Nebraska had the ball for 37 minutes. So, I mean, the defense is on the field for 37 minutes of the game. Illinois' offense was only on the field for 22 minutes. Um, So, you know, I think the defense – they were just on the field, and they gave up a couple big plays, but I think they're going to take the Ryan Walters uh, approach and be okay. Not okay, but if they give up a big play, they know that they'll still continue to look and find uh, whatever weakness that offense has. Defensively, I don't think was quite the issue. Yeah, they gave up a couple plays on some shallow routes or mesh routes, and that's going to happen in man coverage if you're not colliding and not getting hands-on. But, I mean, they made big plays that, you know, they forced a couple fumbles. uh, They forced an interception. So, I mean, it caused Nebraska to have 10 penalties. Uh, They only gave up 154 yards through the air. Now, they gave 150 on the ground, but I think the defense was okay. They're putting the offense in positions. It's the offense that continues to uh, struggle. The only thing with defense is the third downs. Um, Nebraska was five of 15, but I, well, Steve, you just said they were bad in third down. It was just depending on what third down it was. Uh, but they were better, you know, that as the season has gone on, that's been their Achilles heel is defensively stopping somebody on third down. Offensively has been the issue. Uh, coach Bielma said again, he was very, very, very frustrated. He said how frustrated he was. And it was right after the game, so emotions are going to be high. He said big changes are going to have to happen. And then today, talking in their press conference, uh, Lonnie Jr. addressed that they're close to the fixing the changes. Uh, Coach Bielma, you know, talked about getting some linemen back. Um, but a lot's happening now. A lot of 
fire coach Bielema tweets have now been sent out. And I'm sure that some podcasts have also said fire Brett Bielema or is he the guy? And it's real funny how he is the guy when he first gets to Illinois. Then he's also the guy last year. But now that we're having a few bumps in the road, the question becomes, is he the guy? And these Illinois fans are now taking the path of Brad Underwood saying, let's fire him when they're not doing exactly what we thought, but they're still doing good things in Brad Underwood. Now, Coach Bielema's case here, we're sitting at 2-4, and 0-3 in conference, but they're talking about firing him already. So again, when did we become the prissy part of the Big Ten Conference? When did we become Ohio State type of player or fans and team to say, let's fire the head coach because uh, we're not doing exactly what we thought? Maybe what's wrong with the Illini is maybe expectations were too high, which sucks to say because thinking of this from a fan perspective and a coach perspective as a coach, you were 7-1 and at one point last year. You end up going 8-5. and five. You talk about how your team is split into two. You go to a bowl game. Um, you have a quarterback that you believe in. You have a you know big running back room. You have certain linemen coming back. You're excited for certain pieces that are there. Maybe the expectations were too high. I'm not – maybe I don't know. Maybe for the coaches it was not too high because going through what they did last year, being right there – Maybe for them it wasn't too high. Maybe for fans, we just had crazy, crazy expectations of this Illinois team. And so when stuff like this happens, we're very hurt or we're very frustrated. Maybe we put too much pressure on the new pieces and maybe the pieces that we lost were way bigger than what we all thought they were. Um, I know some people thought Tommy DeVito wasn't this outstanding quarterback, uh, but he, he had the leadership, and we were winning with him. And I think Luke Altmeyer overall, with his deep ball and stuff, might be a little bit better than Tommy DeVito. But one thing I said with Tommy DeVito was he had played a couple years at Syracuse, seen a lot of snaps, came in with that leadership in the locker room with the offense, no matter what offense it was, and was able to project that onto the team, Luke Altmeyer. Had started, I think, a game at Old Miss, and so he doesn't come with that playing experience. Seems like a leader out there, but there's a difference between being a leader by example and you know showing them that you're going to play tough and doing those things. There's a difference between that and the experienced type of leader where you're down by a touchdown, you need to come down and score. Uh, you get up on a team to have a quarterback that's confident in what they're doing and what they're saying because they've been there, done that, seen that. I think that's very important to have, and that's what we're missing with Tommy DeVito. I think that also we are missing, you know, Pacheski, who's gone on to the NFL, our offensive tackle that started many, many, many games. I think we're missing that leadership with the O-line, and nobody on the O-line is stepping up and maybe being that leader. Now, do I have factual evidence of this? No, but you just think about, okay – Look at what we have this year compared to last year. In certain spots, we seem to have better quote-unquote pieces. But think about who we have lost in certain positions. And I think when you don't have experience, overall experience, like an Alex, and when you don't have the experience at the quarterback spot and things start to go downhill, and when they go downhill, it's going to go downhill pretty quick. 
I think you're missing the leadership of, again, been there, done that, seen it all, and you're able to to, to push those guys and fight through. When, when you're around some guys that maybe haven't seen it all, haven't done it all, things start to go astray, they're not there. Uh, defensively, I think we're slowly getting out of that spot because you are missing all that leadership. But I think the linebackers played a lot better. I think you're starting to see some leadership there. Um, the only leadership really we're going to have on offense that we're not missing is the wide receivers. You know, Isaiah Williams is that type of leader there. Um, I think those are part of the pieces that we are missing. But also, when you can't run the football in a Brent Bielema offense, um, there's going to be some issues. Um, only 21 yards for Illinois. You're on the fourth and less than an inch, and we, we can't p- punch the ball in. And he uh, alluded to that, saying how embarrassing that was. Um, turning the ball over in bad times. Um, pass protection breaking down. Dropping some footballs for the wide receivers. I thought the tight ends caught the ball pretty well. I mean, Luke Altmaier was 29 of 47, 289 yards, touchdown interception. Part of, he was passing good, but then sometimes he makes bad decisions or bad throws or takes off when he doesn't need to because he gets happy feet. We turned the ball over. We found the ball, fumbled the ball twice and threw an interception. So we cannot afford those type of turnovers either on offense. And so Brent Bielma brought up again saying how they're going to have to figure out their identity and whether that is change scheme, whether it's change personnel. Um, so I think there's a couple things wrong with the Illini. Um, I don't think Brett Bielema is the problem, but also he has to be the person to sit there and figure it out. Uh, people are already calling to fire Coach Bart Miller, which is the offensive line coach, which I think is ludicrous because you look at the history of his O-line coaching, whether it was at Ohio, whether it was Wisconsin, whether he was at Wyoming. The offensive line has always played well, but it depends on the situations. They do not have a lot of depth at the O-line position. They move guys around to have to play different positions to try to fill in those holes, and people just think that you can move an offensive lineman there and it's just going to click. And I've been guilty of that. I've moved guys and said, well, it's super easy. Just because you're on the left side, you go to the right side. It's the same blocking scheme or it's the same look. No, it's different. You're doing different footwork. You're taking different angles. And it's going to take time to do that. And so I I don't sit here and say Coach Bart Miller to be fired. I don't understand uh, fully that part because you, you can't just put offensive linemen out there and expect it to just automatically mesh. Now they've been together for a couple games, but some injuries have happened. I, I don't see that. Now they are struggling. And so when an offensive line is struggling, I think you have to scale it back and just kind of say, okay, what are we good at? Are we good at zone and pin and pull? Well, that's what we have to do. Um, are we good with longer pass protections or do we have to kind of pull it back and kind of do the Tommy DeVito where – we're, we're throwing shorter to intermediate passes to get rid of the ball. Do we have to get into 20 personnel, keep two running backs in the block, and only have three receivers go out? Do we have the, the tight end chip? Do we have a beast back, sniffer back? Those type of things. So I think from a run game perspective and the pass game perspective there, what's wrong is maybe they do have too much. Maybe they have to scale back and say, okay, here's your pass protections. We're only going to make sure that we get rid of the ball. Luke Ultimar, it's on you to say, okay, I'm going to have two to three seconds because we're struggling. we got to get rid of the ball. Uh, do we figure out some screen game uh, to figure that part out? And maybe the up-tempo part is bothering Illinois because sometimes it's working when they go up-tempo and sometimes they go too fast and they're not getting the push and they're not getting settled to see who they have to block or who they have to – what type of where the open grass is and everything. So maybe they scale back on the tempo. Uh, maybe they have to – 
really figure out what they are. And we heard that last week, and now we're hearing a, bit, a little bit this week. Um, Lonnie Jr. talked about um, when this stuff's happening, uh, you kind of do a full deep dive into what you're doing, and you have to change everything. And if you change everything and you're trying to do it in a week, you're going to cut some things out. So we saw this um, with Love It Coach, Coach Bielma's first time around where the, we saw the barge, we're under center a lot, we're running the ball. I thought we were going to see that with Nebraska, but who knows when, if we're going to see that against Maryland. But against Maryland, maybe they don't go quite as up-tempo. They can, but maybe they don't. So that way they keep their defense off the field. And maybe you do see, like I thought we would, a lot more 12 personnel or 21 personnel type things and run the football some play action, scale back the tempo so the lineman gets settled. They can see who they have to block. Running backs can see where they have to run. Luke Oldmar can see the coverage. That's that's why it's weird with tempo. You can have tempo, and it's great, great, great. But if you're doing tempo, you have to be able to have very little plays with more formations and, sh- and movements and, and motions because you're trying to confuse the defense. So you could come up, run inside zone out of a certain formation, and let's say you get eight yards on out second and two and you want to go up tempo really quick, you could run inside zone, but now you're going to add a different formation, a motion with it, and run that. So it looks completely different to the defense. But guess what? All you did was add a different formation, which they should already know. You added a motion, which how many motions are there? There's not a lot. And you just ran inside zone again. So up front, line learned nothing new. Uh, the running back had nothing new. The quarterback had nothing new besides a formation, so you could see the defense. So they can come back to that same motion, and maybe they run a short passing game. And maybe those are the things that Illinois has to do. I don't think they're going to go quite full under center, but maybe they just start. All right, we're going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, pass, and that's what they're going to have to do. Have this identity, and you know, it'd be curious to see. I don't know if there'll be any firings. I don't, you know, Coach Beal talk about changes as of right now. I think Loney Jr. is still the OC. I'd be, I was curious to see if they were going to come out and say somebody else would be the OC. I don't think they would do that unless they fired him. And I don't know if they're going to fire him. I don't know if Bielma, Coach Bielma would fire him right now. I don't know if it's the right time. But if it doesn't get turned around, and I'm not for people getting fired, but if it doesn't get turned around, I'll be very curious to see if there's a new OC at Illinois next year. Um, I don't know about defense. Uh, it's the first time p- calling plays for um, Aaron Henry. I don't. I, I really don't know. And I don't. And I thought that maybe Coach Bielma was going to take over play calling of offense, which is possible if he's that frustrated. So I think I think we're lacking some leadership in the room with certain uh, parts of the offense or defense. And I'm not factual on this. I'm just thinking back to what was different between last year and this year with those players. I think the offense needs to scale back a little bit. I think that the, the tempo stuff is appropriate when necessary, but I think they need to go a little bit slower uh, to make sure they're all on the same page, to make sure that you know up front it's taken care of, especially you know, for real up front. we got to make sure that's taken care of. I think the defense is finding its way, and they're playing faster. Um, they just got to continue to do that. But it's very frustrating to watch this Illinois team and. Again, maybe we had too high of expectations. It was fun to have these high expectations. Maybe Illinois is cursed because it always seems like we have a good season, then the next season it goes straight back downhill to what we were. And so it's very, very, very frustrating at times to be that Illinois fan. Um, I'm not going to give up on Coach Bielma because we saw progress in the two years. 
you know, maybe it's just one of those bumps in the road with how the transfer portal goes. And that's that's the big worry with the transfer portal is when you bring guys in, they you need for them to gel and fit right away. And if that's not happening, if it doesn't work, then you're going to have a season like this. Sometimes for people it's working, and some out there it's not. Um, but I do think it was an, a bit of embarrassment to lose to Nebraska, who I don't think is a very good football team. And then now you're about to go play uh, Maryland, who lost to Ohio State. We'll give Ohio State a run for the money until Ohio State remembered who they were. So there's a lot of things Illinois needs to fix here, and they got to do within a short amount of time. And so I'm very curious to see how hard Coach Bielema puts his foot down and exactly how big of changes are about to be coming down the pipe the more the week goes on. And then if something like this happens again with Maryland, exactly what kind of changes are going to happen. And where I personally am not calling for anybody to lose their job, but when you hear that, you you immediately start to think of, well, what is about to happen there? So um, something's wrong with Illinois. They have to fix, and they got to fix it quick. There's still sliver of a chance of a window there to look at a bowl game, but they have to figure it out. And again, what kind of changes are we talking about? Are we talking about coaching changes? Are we talking about position title changes? Are we talking about new players, new quarterback, new those type of things? So uh, they, they're going to have to reevaluate themselves big time and figure that part out. Um, that will do it for this episode. Make sure you like and subscribe to YouTube channel. Follow and rate on Apple and iTunes. Follow at Coach underscore Steve72 on Twitter and Coach Steve72 on Instagram and the Coach Steve Show uh, Facebook page as well. Um, and you can also follow this and rate this on Spotify as well. Um, leave a comment in the comment section down below. Check out all the other um, episodes and check out all the affiliates in the description below. Um, thank you guys again for watching and for listening. This is Coach Steve, and we'll see you guys next time.